Hello, welcome to the monthly Skill Bites show where we share information that is geared to helping you succeed in your business. This is Judy Weintraub, CEO of Skill Bites and host of this show. If you want to position yourself as an expert, one of the best ways to do that is to become a published author. Skillbytes author platform provides the easiest way to get a book written and published. Today, I am delighted to introduce everybody to Tony Guarnaccia. Tony has grown over 10,000 small businesses and a dozen Fortune 500 companies, including ADP, Ford, and AutoNation. And he's become a Google Partner of the Year. Later, Tony returned to his entrepreneurship roots to bring the strategy, tactics, and resources normally reserved for large enterprises to small businesses. Today, he's focused on bringing that same vision to podcast hosts and guests to make podcasting profitable. Now, as authors, we all want to get out there and get our message out to as many people. Podcasts are a great way to do that. And today, Tony's going to share how you as an author can get guest appearances on podcasts. Tony, welcome to the Skill Bites Show. I'm so delighted to have you here. Thanks so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your journey, how you help so many companies grow, and then why you decided to shift to podcasting. Sure. Yeah. So um, I grew up in small business. Uh, my dad was an amazing baker. Uh, grew up with, uh, I can probably tell a little bit too many cannolis, uh, but uh, had uh, he had great uh, bakery skills, baking skills, but unfortunately not the best business skills. So at the age of 12, uh, the business closed. We lost everything, had to give up uh, the house, the car, even had to give my dog to my sister to take care of. And uh, it was a really challenging time. And so what happened was that kind of set the foundation of who I wanted to become and really my why. And so years later, I went to college, I studied entrepreneurship, and decided to launch an online bakery. This was the was when the internet was first coming around. And so I started this online bakery to mail cakes across the country and had a good level of success. So we actually, uh, these were not just normal cakes. They had photos on them. You were able to personalize them. And so I was able to uh, send a cake to Jennifer Lopez, to Jay-Z. Uh, we got asked to do the cookies for the Clinton Library. So I had a lot of success there. And I thought, you know, here I am in my late 20s. I thought, hey, I've made it. I'm hot stuff. Unfortunately, I learned that I didn't know what I didn't know about running a business either. And so at the age of 28, that business also failed. But unfortunately, uh, I was just married and had a baby on the way. And I said to myself, clearly, I'm missing something. I don't know everything that I need to know, but who does? And that's why I went on over a decade-long journey to work with the best companies in the world, like like some of the ones you mentioned, Google, ADP, Ford, um, Foster Grant, all these amazing companies. And so at the end of that, I decided to go back to my entrepreneurial roots and start a marketing agency. And so I started a marketing agency to serve small businesses with these strategies, tools, and tactics that the big ones have. Then I started a training company to kind of take all these learnings 
and put them into courses so people can learn how to grow a business predictably. And then what do you do from that? Well, naturally you write a book. And so what I did was I wrote a book called Small Steps to Grow Profits. And when you write a book, it's always a good idea to do the podcast book tour. So I went around uh, in 2020 during the pandemic and went on 86 podcasts and did interviews. And that's why I discovered, boy, this is the audience I really need to serve because most podcasters are not profitable and guests aren't generating income from their interviews either. So I configured all my experience working with these great companies, my agency and my training company and consolidate all down into basically what I have today, which is Castosity, which has three things. It has software, uh, it's got trainings, and it's got tools and templates that serve people that want to generate income from their interviews and make their podcast profitable. Well, actually, you uh, started to answer my next question. I see the banner behind you, Castosity. Tell us a little bit more about what it is and, and why you've developed it. Yeah. So one of my frustrations was when I did that podcast book tour, I noticed that it was really difficult for people to market and monetize their interviews. And so I said to myself, how can I make that better? And so one of the first steps to doing that, of course, is to have a media kit. And so what I found is when I had my media kit built, because uh, I used an agency at that point to get me booked on shows that you know, it wasn't mobile friendly. I couldn't add video to it. I couldn't update it, which was my biggest pet peeve. So if I wanted to change my questions or my topics, uh, I had to go through a designer. I had to wait a week for it to get back. And I said, this doesn't really work. And that's when the light bulb went off in my head and said, can I make software that can make this process better? And so that's where the guest media kit was born. And then later on, I said, okay, how can I help podcasters monetize as well? So I created other media kits for them that help them get sponsors and help them get joint venture partners. So it's a whole ecosystem we're building to make podcasting possible. Huh, that's pretty cool. Thanks. Now you've had a lot of experience with um, helping podcast guests. Yes. What are some of the common mistakes that guests make when they're pitching podcast hosts? Yeah, so to me, the, the single most important thing you need to have is a message. And so most people don't spend enough time uh, communicating a message that resonates. And so it's very important to have kind of a clear messaging of what you do, how you do it, why it's important, who you serve. So getting all these things down really makes the processing easier because at the end of the day, this is a communications platform. And so you need to be able to communicate, A, to the host to get booked on the show in the first place, but then B, be able to have a great message for the audience and add value to them. So the biggest thing I recommend people do is understand what their message is and to kind of raise that up a higher level, what kind of value are going to provide for the show? Because it's always an exchange of value. So the first exchange of value is for someone listening. So hopefully I'm adding value to the listeners right now. In exchange for that, I'm getting a certain level of attention. Then the next level of value usually is to download something. So that's exchange of contact information for additional value. And then finally, usually if you're consulting, for instance, you take that to get someone to their end result in exchange for typically money. And so there's always an exchange of value. And I feel like enough people don't understand that. And so they don't add enough value to the show that they're appearing on. No, that's pretty valuable itself. Um, if you want to make sure that you are an effective guest, then you need to have 
a clear message and yeah. you need to gear that toward the audience of your podcast host. Correct. Which kind of brings me to my next question. What do podcast hosts look for in the people who are seeking to be guests on their podcast? Sure. Uh, well, I'm sure you're probably familiar with, as well as your audience, uh, know, like, trust. That's certainly a foundational part. So they want people that are known. So what does that mean? Well, what's your social media following? What happens when they Google your name? What's your personal brand like? So that's known. You know, you're liked. A lot of times your likability comes through with, with the stories you share. So what kind of stories can you share that, again, will add value and, and bring some kind of um, emotion to your, your conversation? And then trusted. You know, what kind of ratings or reviews have you had on maybe the services you had have performed for others? What kind of proof do you have that you do what you say you're going to do? Case studies, all that. So that's kind of the foundation, no like trust. In addition, for podcasters, they also want to look at things like uh, what kind of value you're going to provide. That's usually communicated through your topics and questions that you want to address. So that's how you communicate the value you're going to add to the show you're going on. And finally, uh, a lot more and more podcasters are looking for opportunities for collaborations. So what kind of offer can you have that you can share to that audience that would add value again to those listeners and also collaborations, which may be affiliate or joint venture partnerships. Yeah, that's a whole different category. If your podcast host knows that you're going to be offering something that will get people to the podcast's uh, site, um, possibly looking at the host's website, uh, ordering services, things like that, then that's that's a great way for the host to benefit and make you a more likely candidate. Yes, absolutely. So maybe back up a little bit about the value for the author in being a guest on podcasts. What why is that something that they ought to be considering doing when either before they've published a book or after they've published a book? Yeah, no, that's a great question. A lot of times I suggest going before the book's even live. Uh, so for instance, I have three books I'm working on right now and they're all able uh, available for pre-order. So you don't have to wait till it's finished necessarily because you can start promoting today. And even if so, some podcasters won't publish you for six months, especially the bigger ones. So you still want to be active. So a lot of people wait until they're all done and that takes forever. And then, you know, if you have sales for your book, you better believe you're going to be writing your book because now you have incentive and you have pressure. So to me, I like to flip that on its head and just kind of go after it and, and, and kind of um, get going. But what's, why would you want to be on a podcast, for instance? That was your initial question. Well, the reason why is because it will build your authority. So if you're a nonfiction writer, for instance, one of the quickest ways to build authority is by being interviewed. And what's nice is you can repurpose that. So for instance, with this interview, I can take this interview and put it on my podcast. I can put it in social media. I can put it uh, in, in a list for other speaking engagements in my one sheet. So there's lots of ways to repurpose the interview. And so as an author, it builds your credibility. It also builds your audience because more people are going to be aware of you because you're getting your message in front of more people and you're exchanging the trust that someone has with the host to yourself. And so it's almost like a tacit endorsement for you just by being on that show. So that's another reason. Um, there's also benefits from an SEO perspective. You can rank in the search engines, the podcast, so other people will find you beyond just the listeners. 
Uh, I mean, the list literally goes on and on, but it's really about building your authority, your credibility, getting in front of a new audience, and eventually driving sales because, of course, that can go into a, a funnel where people want to learn more about you and hopefully purchase your book. Right. Excellent. When you are on somebody else's podcast, then the chances are that you're going to be visible to a lot of people who otherwise might not have known you at all. The If the podcast has a reasonably good following for their podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next follow-up question would be, how do you find the best podcasts to sort of solicit yourself to, to be a guest? That is one of my favorite questions. So I will give you my absolute favorite hack for authors. It's very, very simple. So um, what you want to do is you go to Amazon. You go to Amazon and you put in other authors like yourself, which would be quote unquote your competitors, right? Or people similar to you. Uh, you can also find other speakers. Uh, you can find other people that are in your sphere. And what you do is you put them into a special search term, which is in Google. And you can also do it in Bing, which is Microsoft. And there's a, a number of tools. And so what you can do is you put that name in there. It'll come up with a list of all the podcasts that individual has been uh, interviewed on. And then you simply just approach those same podcasts with a slightly different angle. Uh, and then they're very highly likely to get on that show because they want a different perspective, especially if it's in that, in that realm. And the good news is I built a tool that automates that whole process for you. And it's actually, um, it, we can talk about it later because I was thinking about what kind of special gift can I give you off your audience. But since you asked, that's probably the best thing I give. So it, it gives you those actual terms. You put the name in, boom, you have your list of prospects right there. And it's completely free for this audience. Wow. Thank you. That is great, Tony. That sounds like a terrific gift. Really appreciate that. You're welcome. Now, you mentioned that you were on something like 86 podcasts. Is Correct. that a normal amount? Is that a lot more than you would expect authors to be seeking guest appearances on? Uh, I mean, it's probably a little aggressive because I'm a little, uh, I guess, compulsive like that. I'll just go after something big. Uh, so that doesn't necessarily have to be your goal. I would do um, a good place to start would be one a month. Ideally, four a month would be really great. That's only one a week. That's a great way to stay in that. And in terms of the easiest way, so I told you the way to find the initial podcast, which is through that search engine I mentioned. The second best way is very simple. You can easily double your interviews, you know, in, in <laughs> without even trying. So all you do is you go on the show. At the end of the show, there's usually uh, like a green room conversation. And if you do a good job, it's very simple. Hey, did I do a great job? Yes, hopefully if you were prepared, which I have a course that teaches you how to prepare. So you don't have to worry about that. But if you do a good job, you simply say, what other shows do you know? Do you think I would be a great fit for their guests? Chances are the podcaster knows other podcasters like them. And boom, you could you could 10x the number of interviews you're on without paying anyone any money or doing any effort whatsoever, just simply by asking the referral. So it's very, very easy to get to 86. I could have probably done you know double that easily. Wow, great. Okay. You mentioned um, that if you've done a good job preparing, the podcast host is likely to... Um, 
either give you a testimonial or give you a referral to other podcasts. What are some of the key things that authors should do to prepare for their podcast appearance? Yeah, so I would say, again, uh, have a message that's really clear. Make sure you think through your topics and through your questions and make sure they're relevant to the show. Uh, you also want to have a good relevant offer, so put some thought into your offer. Uh, and then you want to be prepared to make sure you're able to handle any questions beyond, uh, you know, what you, a lot of times you can share questions uh, with your media kit that the, the host will ask. A lot of times, however, they'll ask questions that are not on them. And so there's a list of 10 standard questions that people usually ask. I have that list as well. Happy to share that. But you want to, you know, be prepared for that. And, and probably the most important thing uh, is have good stories. So stories are really what communicate. And so if you can tell a story, that really goes a long way. As you can tell with this interview, I started with a story, which is how I got to this point today. So stories are very, very impactful. And right. And likewise, in people's books, stories are really impactful. So hopefully you've got some good stories in your book that you could share on the podcast. Yes. Now, you mentioned um, a couple different ways that you could leverage a podcast appearance. Uh, any other ways that guests can monetize their podcast interviews? Yeah, so there's really a few different models. The first one is through direct sales. So you could potentially go on shows where the host could be your end client. Another way is by doing collaborations with the host. So maybe that's where they're promoting something in conjunction with you. Uh, third way might be that the host knows people that would be your ideal audience. That could be a referral relationship outside of that. Um, then there's also opportunities to sell. So say maybe you don't even have a product. You just have your book. This is where you could have affiliate sales. You could sell someone else's product. How would you do that? Well, say you have a nonfiction book. You have a book. Um, that has different chapters at the end of the, each chapter could be a resource page that resource page points to essentially affiliate offers so there are multiple multiple ways to monetize a guest appearance even if you don't have your own product and don't want to be salesy there's ways to do it where it's much more collaborative and again the key thing is you're adding value so the key thing is to add value to the host and a value to the audience that of course will come back to you in spades. Excellent, yeah. Um, affiliate offers are are pretty interesting that you don't have to do very much, basically. You have a relationship with somebody, you like their product, hopefully, um, and then you make it available to your audience. And when they purchase it, then the, the host or whosoever product it is sends you a commission check. Yeah. Pretty cool. It is. It's. I love affiliate relationships. All right. Well, um, I want to give you an opportunity to tell the audience more about the gifts that you have sure. for listeners or viewers of the Skill Byte show. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things I mentioned is how do you make sure you're prepared to be a guest? And really, it's about making sure the podcast podcaster has everything they need to make sure you make a great guest. So you do that by you know, sharing your stories, uh, by having clear topics, having questions provided, having a headshot provided, a bio, all these things. And so 
what I did was I created software that can put all this information together in one place, which is called a media kit or a podcast one sheet. And so what I'd like to provide your audience absolutely free is our software to build a media kit. And then uh, as we mentioned, uh, it sounds like one of the biggest challenges your audience faces is how you find the podcast where you'd be interviewed. So I'm gonna share with you my search engine for finding all those podcasts and the process on how that works. Again, absolutely free. Uh, I will give you the special link, but I think what we said is we'll do podcastonesheet.com forward slash skill bites. If you go there, I'm sure you're gonna put it in the show notes and the blog or wherever else, but you go there, then you can get access to all this completely free. It's just for this audience. I don't normally, like, <laughs> I don't give away stuff randomly. These are usually tailored to the show I'm on. And so you can't get that anywhere except through here. Excellent. Great. Thank you. And so the search engine is likewise at the same site, podcastonesheet.com slash skillbytes. Yeah, it's a special link I'm going to have built just for you. And it's going to contain the one sheet and it's going to con contain the search engine, which is called the podcast finder. So that's the name of it, the podcast finder. So it's got podcast one sheet and podcast finder. You go there, you register, you do a search and boom, you have your one sheet to get pitched, uh, to pitch yourself. And you actually, actually have the list of podcasts that will interview you. Now, I know, Tony, that you have far more uh, expertise, far more tips that you can give people on how to get podcast appearances and how to how to get them to be effective and leverage them and things like that then you can possibly cover in just this episode so we've put together a workshop where you can go into more depth um, that will be on october 20th at 2 p.m eastern so if anybody is interested in attending that workshop, feel free to email me, judy at skillbytes.net, and put Tony's workshop in the subject line so I can make sure that you get the link for that. And Tony, if you want to explain a little bit more about some of the things that you're covering, uh, feel free. Oh, no, that'd be great. So we're going to cover three specific things. Number one, how to grow your audience. Number two, how to grow your impact. And number three, how to generate income from your interviews. Those are three of the biggest challenges people have, how to grow their audience, how to grow their income, and how to grow their impact. And so this workshop is going, going, going to go deep into each of those uh, areas. And at the end of it, you'll actually have a checklist of the specific things you need to do and step-by-step -step kind of process. So it's going to be full pack of a real training. None of this fluff, because I hate fluff myself, so it's going to be real value. And so that you'll be able to go away from this training and actually take action. Excellent. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. Again, October 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And you can email me, Judy, at skillbytes.net to let me know that you want the information on that workshop. Now, we're kind of at the end of the time here, but if there's one thing that you feel it would be really important for people to take away from this talk today, what would that be? Yeah, so it would be to take action. You know, like I think too many people just learn things, you know, so a lot of people will sit on a podcast and listen to it and say, oh, this is great information. Other people will maybe take a training and get a little bit further along. None of that matters unless it actually gets 
put into action. And so that's why I can, um, you know, I, I really, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, plead, <laughs> plead. I, I, if you really want to make an impact uh, with what you're doing with your book, then go, uh, go to the training, go to the, get the search engine, the, the media kit, or something, maybe it's not even something I offer, but you want to take action on what you learned today. So that way you get a benefit. Otherwise, it was just a waste of, of everybody's time. And I hate to have anyone have that. Yeah, I mean, so many people go to training courses and how long does the information last? A right. couple of days, maybe a week or two. But if you're not going to take action, then it's gone. And that's really a shame. It is, it is. So I always try to take action in everything I do, even if it's a, well, actually the name of my book was Small Steps to Grow Profits. And so the whole concept was just take the small step to where you want to be and kind of take a step and a step and you'll eventually get to where you want to go. And so that would be my advice is take that small step, whatever that is for you. Okay, excellent. If people wanted to reach out to you directly, what would be the best way for them to do that? Sure. Uh, I have a personal website. It's called meettonyg.com. Uh, so if you go there, you can find all my social media links. Happy to kind of have a conversation. Follow me there. Uh, I'm probably most active on LinkedIn, but all my social media profiles are right there. So go to Tony at meettonyg.com. I'm sorry, that's my email. If you want, that's if you want to email me directly, the website is meettonyg.com. So meettonyg.com. Correct. All right. Excellent. Tony, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. I really appreciate the gifts that you have provided as well as the expertise. So the uh, podcast one sheet and search engine for finding podcasts can be found at podcastonesheet.com slash skillbikes. That's it. Excellent. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you.